PFT Media. Hey, you guys. Hey, it's your buddy Peter. It's the day before Thanksgiving, November 21st. Happy Thanksgiving, you guys. Um, this is episode 164, and it is our interview with probably one of the coolest guys in Orlando. He's, he's just hip. His name is Kurt Earhart, and him and his wife own one of the best restaurants here in town. It's called Maxine Sunshine. If you haven't been, go. Great menu, great drinks, great wine. Um, there's live bands. Sometimes they have vaudeville acts. Uh, he was telling me that they uh, recently had a sword swallower there. Uh, all in this kind of very quaint, kind of like a, 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 what, if you think of what a neighborhood bar would be like in Brooklyn that serves food, it's kind of like that. It feels like home. It feels like someplace you want to spend the entire night. It's uh, kind of right on the outskirts of downtown on Shine. There'll be links in the show notes. And uh, Kurt came in and hung out and we talked for a bit and we have a good time. I, I could hang out with Kurt more often. Like I, I feel like he's, uh, he's like a brother. And uh, not only does he do that, but he's also on the radio. He's on the radio every Thursday on 96.9 The Game. And I think he talks about sports, but he also talks about food and Orlando and life. He's that kind of guy. He can talk a little bit about a lot of things. So we got this, but first I got a couple other things I got to talk about. Uh, this Saturday, I'm going to be out and about. I will be at Folk Yeah, which is uh, over at Will's Pub in Little Indies. And it's a celebration of music in Orlando. It's going on Friday, which would be the uh, the 23rd. Saturday, that's when I'm going to be out there. And Sunday, the 25th. And it's uh, pretty much every decent band in Orlando that, that does kind of a folky slash Americani, kind of American rock and roll. Uh, we'll be out there. There'll be vendors out there all weekend. There'll be food trucks. There'll be drinks. Uh, your neighbors are going. All your friends are going. You should go to skip the mall. Don't go out to Black uh, Friday or, or don't don't go shopping. You can do all your shopping locally from the local vendors and you can come hang out with me in my booth. I will be recording. I will be giving away prizes. I will be giving away free swag. I'm going to have a couple bottles of scotch out there. So come by the booth and say, hey, Pete, hook me up with some scotch and uh, we'll do a shot together. Possibly. <laughs> I'll give you a shot. I might not do a shot every single time someone asks because then I will get blackout drunk and won't be able to, to record. But it's going to be a good time. Come hang out. There'll be links in the show notes for that also. Uh, next week on episode 165, it is my interview with Rachel Decker. And she has the the singing voice of an angel. Reminds me a little of Patsy Cline. Got a Patsy Cline sort of rockabilly thing going on. Uh She's in a band called the Oak Hill Drifters, and she came in and hung out, and uh, we actually drank some scotch in my backyard after we recorded. Uh, she's that kind of girl. You can hang out with her and drink scotch. She's cool. So check that out uh, next week. Uh, you need a sticker? Uh, email me over at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. I will send one your way for free. That's it. You guys, uh, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, truthfully, I am thankful for you. If you're listening to this right now, I appreciate you. And I'm thankful for you. Go outside and play. Take care of each other. Hug each other. Love each other. Have fun. Peace. Take care. Bye-bye.
you so much for checking out episode 162 of Scotch and Good Conversation. My name is Peter. I will be your host for this thing. We are in the Rosyland Studios in beautiful Orlando, Florida. We're a weekly hangouty, podcasty, afternoon drinking, get together type hangout type thing thing i've never really been able to figure out what exactly i am but here is what we do in case you're wondering we find interesting people we invite them in we sit them down sometimes we crack open a beer or have a drink and sometimes we don't you know it just depends on the vibe we're feeling we turn off our cell phones and we talk we hang out we kick it around a little bit hopefully it's something fun for us ultimately that, that's what we're doing we're just trying to, to two people talking in a room and hopefully it's something that you'll get into also if you dig this kind of thing go over to scotchandgoodconversation.com and you'll find each and every one of our past episodes we are on uh, apple podcast we are on um, google play we are on spotify we're probably on some other stuff so whatever whatever works best for you please listen please subscribe please leave a review if you want to get involved if you'd like to be part of the show if you have a, a life problem and no one else can answer it i might be able to answer it might my guests are pretty smart we can figure it out give us a call 407-706-9523 that's 407-706-9523 or you can email us over hello baby my sweet doggies right next to me you can email us over at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Join the Facebook group, Scotch and Good Conversationalist. We actually have conversation on Facebook in there. I give away prizes. You can see pictures of my dog. It's a pretty good time. And we couldn't do this without the help of some people who help us pay our bills. So this might be a commercial or two commercials, depending how I'm feeling when I edit this. I hate to be the one who tells you this. But the holidays are here and your life might be getting a teeny bit more stressful over the next couple days. Take a step back, breathe, and take a pro tip. Go to Orlando Meets. Whether you're planning for a party, whether you're planning for a family get-together, whether you just feel like being nice to yourself and get something delicious, check out their butcher and check out their restaurant with new extended hours. There's no reason you can't go check out everything that's wonderful and local about Orlando Meats. They are located at 728 Virginia Drive, right next to Santiago's Bordega. Go in there today, get yourself something good, fill your belly, and let them know you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. And we couldn't do this without uh, someone to sit across from us. Kurt, how are you? I am outstanding. Sir. Yeah, you are. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I have a funny feeling it's good being you, isn't it? On a ge generally basis, I, I, I would say, yeah. yeah I, I feel I, pretty good about life. I, um, myself and my team of research monkeys have been stalking you for the last you couple of days. Now. I, I got a team. I got a team of research people, and we've been stalking you. Know, and mm -hmm. I, I feel like it's good to be you. you well, thank you. You, uh, thank you. You, you lead an exciting life. You said you listened a little bit. So I did, sir. Yes. Thank, thank you for coming my in. My absolute pleasure. This, this, is, this is three things that I know about you. Go ahead. And I think I got all of them right. I could all be right. wrong on one of these things. But uh, okay. you own one of Orlando's hippest restaurants. 
Yes, and it's hip like that. Yes, and I, it is. I, I would, I would like it's it's sexy. There's art. There's music. They make they a hell of a cocktail. Thank you, brother. There, um, there right. there's music. You guys do brunch. You do just a dynamite. Do we have a rejuvenation brunch. It, yes. It's it's the kind of place that I want to go if I'm slightly hungover. Good. And if I'm, if it's, it's if, if, if I'm feeling like I want to sit outside, I can sit outside, mm-hmm. but I you can may. sit inside. Yeah. If, yeah. There's probably mimosas. I bet you make a dynamite Bloody Mary and I don't drink I would, Bloody I, Marys. I have a I, funny feeling you make a dynamite if, Bloody Mary. If you Google Bloody Mary, yeah, you yeah. shan't be disappointed <laughs> in what you'll discover and find in your, uh, your, your search engine. What's the name stuff. of your place? Tell us a little about, about what, where you are right. and, and uh, what you do. Well, thank you. Thank you. Well, we're blessed. Uh, my wife, Maxine, and I yeah, yeah. have uh, Maxine's on Shine. Mm-hmm. And we're located in the heart of the city beautiful in downtown Colonial Town South. Not too far away from this very studio in which we sit. Right by, by the yeah. studio, you mean spare bedroom? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, man. You, you got <laughs> no. the stuff on the walls. I know. It's all here, and it's kind of a reflection. I dig the vibe because I think that uh, maybe the people who have been in here and done the show with you yeah, yeah. and what they see on your walls, they're going to enjoy what they see on the walls at our place. It, it's my my wife had. She said three words yeah. that she wanted to be when I coerced her into okay. getting into this. Good for you. And uh, I said, she said, honey, well, if we can make it sexy. Yeah, okay. If we can make it comfortable. Okay. And if we can make it delicious. Nailed all of those things. Thank you, sir. You have. It, Thank you, you. You've been there in that form for um, uh, five years? Six years? Seven years. Seven years? Well, actually, here in uh, a couple of weeks, and maybe we'll talk about it a little bit later, we're going to celebrate our lucky number seven Good anniversary. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah, you're doing something right. I I, um, I found a lot of pictures of the mayor of our city hanging out in there. So Buddy if, is, if, yes. If, if the, you know him as Buddy. Oh. <laughs> I know him as someone I'm trying to get on my podcast. But I do always address him as mayor to his well, good for you. I do I do never no yeah yeah would not take that uh, that hello for granted we are blessed and we have a pretty funky mayor like, we, we, we got a pretty cool mayor he's pretty badass the last time I saw him was uh, uh, Ivanhoe Brewing yeah when they they had their opening kind of shindig he mm-hmm. came out and and it's tradition like like in like germany like where where beer comes from when you think yes, about beer yes yes it's yes, tradition Bavaria. for the mayor yeah. of, the, of the city to tap the first keg okay and he went out there and tapped the first keg and and, and i think did I, he did he taste the wares he tasted the wares he did, I, yes. think he, I, I think he was pretty good i think he he i think he had one little sip and had to balance and turned and smiled and yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But okay there we, you we could yeah. do worse i i <laughs> oh I, hell yeah we could I, I like yeah. I, I like I like my mayor. I'm not fond of my governor, but we, won't, we don't even start that. If you look at the back of my my computer here, it's, 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 uh, let me back it up. Yes, yeah, yeah, I concur. <laughs> yeah, um, Although he did sign a bill for me, so I have to. I, I, I owe him just a little something. Everybody there. does something. Even uh, Jeb Bush made it made it legal for me to bring a bottle of wine home from a restaurant like yours. He did. Yeah, no. So, so they, they're not all bad, <laughs> man. Everybody does you something. Know. Okay. You just skewed sign that's a little bit more aligned with you. Governor Pumpkinhead made it made it so I didn't have to drink the entire bottle of wine at a mm-hmm. restaurant. I could go. I've had enough. <laughs> I'm going to seal this up and put it in my trunk and drive. Is, is that your seasonal analogy for him? Seeing as we're around Halloween, Pumpkinhead. Go, Governor Pumpkinhead. Yeah, exactly. I don't even know where we're wasting time on on the art. Are the other the other sucky governor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, have a, we have a current sucky governor, yeah. but we won't get into that. Okay, yeah, we're moving on. So, um, yeah, so sexy, comfortable, delicious. Seven years now. And, oh, you're uh, open seven days a week, right? No, no, sir. no. Okay, no, 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 wrong. No, I, I'm wrong. Bad research. Doesn't monkeys. mean I'm not working seven days. Yeah, right? well, yeah, that's yeah, part yeah, of owning yeah. a business. No, I know. we do. Uh, we do Tuesday through Saturday dinner, five to ten p.m. Uh-huh. And when we say that, well, that's when you get, as long as you get seated by then, you can have dinner. That doesn't mean we close it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, I deplore going to places and. I feel like the there's many a, a late night, like, 
I'll have a second cocktail. Maybe I can order a second bottle of wine. Now that we got liquor license. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we so we do that dinner Tuesday through Saturday. We have our rejuvenation brunch where we seek to rejuvenate <laughs> the very essence of your well cocktailed souls. Uh, that opens to you at uh, ten o'clock on Saturday and goes till three, and then we have a little bit of a break before dinner service, and then on Sunday ten a to four p. And uh, yeah, and, it's, and I'm sorry, interrupted. No, it's a, it's a, it. Sunday brunch is such a Saturday and Sunday brunch is such a great time. And Saturday a, brunch, I didn't realize yeah. that was a thing. Yeah, we started. We, I believe we were the first ones downtown. To you do invented it. Saturday I brunch. Didn't, no, sir. No, I let's I, just I go not, with that. I will not take that credit. I but invented you, Saturday brunch. All, your alternate facts, I'll take in this case. <laughs> okay. I'll, go, I'll go with those. It, it was me. One. Okay, it yeah, was yeah. you. Okay, then so be it. But uh, we we certainly were one of the very first in in the city to do it. And and we said, hey, you know, Saturday is the new Sunday. Yada yada yada. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, if you gotta go out and go mow the lawn later, anyways. Well, come on Might down as well and get a little something. Or do it early. Exactly. Get motivated and get on with something for yourself a little There's later. There's nothing so, wrong with having yeah. seven mimosas well, and mowing the lawn. I've done none. it. I, I'll None. I'll do it tomorrow, probably. I would challenge you, sir, though, <laughs> to have seven of our ginormous mimosas. It's, uh, they're in my redneck Riviera wine glass. Of the, course. The, the glass holds an entire bottle of bubbles, <laughs> and then we top it off with quality juice. Since you're only going to get a little of it, it's all it's all about the bubbles. Yeah, okay. We're, we're, you know, it's Indian River orange juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great From fruit. Fort Pierce. I, there you I, go. I, hey, man. You know, liquid, <laughs> organic, pomegranate. So you're going to get some good juice. You're not going to get a lot of it. No, no, no. We're going to focus on the bubbles. Oh, so, the yeah. thing that, that really so makes them So you try seven of those stuff. and then go mow your lawn. No, please don't. And, don't, and don't. you, yeah. uh, no, I'm saying that you're not. Uh, and don't do that if you're listening. Uh, and the building itself is, yes. it's got some history to it, right? It does right? indeed. Yeah. It's, uh, the building was built in 1947. Cool. Uh, there was a gentleman that was living there by the name of Mr. Friedman. Mr. Friedman was the Southeastern United States craft food sales representative. He uh, he heard or got wind that George Jenkins was bringing his public's empire up to Orlando. Okay. In the location that is now Dexter's on Washington in Ooh, Thornton Park. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and being the, I didn't know uh, it was a Publix at some point. Yes. Did, yes did not know that. I used yeah. to live literally around the corner on yeah. a hill. If yeah. you walked out my front door, you could see Burton's. Yes. They it were, was a great apartment. They weren't... <laughs> Yeah, it was it was convenient. I bet it was, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. And that area is fantastic. Yeah, now, yeah. too. I yeah. couldn't I couldn't afford rent in so, that apartment now, but at the time it was a very good deal. Right on. I was under grand, I think. Yeah, nothing close to that no, anymore. No, 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 Those no. days are bye-bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Mr. Friedman, he gets uh, he gets wins that George Jenkins is bringing up his public's empire to Orlando, and he says, "Oh hell no." Not without a fight in my backyard. Good for Mr. Tore Jenkins. down his house uh-huh. and built the building and uh, started Friedman's Grocery. Yeah, yeah. Right there to compete with Publix. Yeah, well, yeah. we know how that turned out. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah but, and uh, fortunately been, for us, and... It's it's fortunately for us. I'm sorry. Yeah, fortunately for us, it turned out that way. And there have been a lot of great entities since the uh, since the time that that, that that grocery store shut down. It's been some bars. It's, mm-hmm. it's been some clubs. Yeah, it, it was, yeah. I, I used to go there and it was just Shine. I think that's what it's called, right? Shine Neighborhood Kitchen. Yeah, because yes, we used to live... I think I went there when I lived downtown. I used to walk down there. Yeah, Yeah, and then we lived over by Sports Town on Washington. And that was a short... Very short. Probably dumb drive. But, but, uh, you know, I don't do those. And now we have Uber. Did you ever do the walk? We did did the walk, but... but It's a beautiful neighborhood. Yeah, you know, no. It it was... was, I'm fortunate. I've lived in some really good neighborhoods in Orlando and some really Mm -hmm. incredibly bad neighborhoods in Orlando. I'm happy in my little Audubon Park thing. Like was, there were nice people in the yard when I was driving through, getting this way. <laughs> Interesting looking people. People with bandanas and out and raking their leaves with a smile and shorts. And I'm like, isn't this Thursday midday? Life must be good to be no, over here in Audubon Park. The Audubon yeah. Park, we, yeah. we, we've got, we're right next to Fancy Town. 
mm-hmm. Baldwin Park. Fancy town. And, you know. How, we, is that, you just say fancy town? Uh, you, don't, you don't throw any fancy. No, uh, no, it's, it's fancy no, nothing town. On it. No, fancy, nothing like no, that. No, no, it, it, okay. it's a fancy right, town. Right. We, right. we can't afford it, but I walk, I walk Sweet Rosie there pretty mm-hmm. much every morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we go to Osprey, we go to Sado, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's... You're dipping uh, your toes into many a backyard. Yeah, so. I can see yeah, Fancy yeah, Town yeah. from the ghetto that is um, on Mark. But, okay. Okay, uh, number so, two. Yeah, so, so two. Then just, in, then yeah. just to finish on that, so yeah. And then the, uh, I think the restaurant that was probably the most popular prior to ours was Bravissimo. Oh, yeah, yeah I've that been to that was, place too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I used to be a server there back in the day. Really? And uh, when I managed to find wine team for Premier Beverage... Uh, I got to uh, I got to sell all the wine to them. They had like a hundred bottle list. So I've always loved that spot. It's a and it's a cool little spot. It's, it's a, amazing. A quintessential. It's like in the middle of a neighborhood. It doesn't seem like it should be there. It's quaint. It's it, it's cool. It's sexy. It's like, all, it, yeah. it's almost an unfair advantage that we're in that cool of a neighborhood and we've won best neighborhood restaurant five years in a row. So <laughs> but it yeah, but but I'll take it. I'll take I'll take the unfair advantage. But yeah. but it's also because you guys are really good at what you do. You know, it, it's it's one of those like it, it, on Scotch Good Conversation, we we try to celebrate the things that make Orlando Orlando, and, and you guys are Orlando like that. That's that's just the one of those spots. Like if you are in Orlando and you're even remotely hip, you know your restaurant. Thank you, brother. No, well, it's yeah. absolutely. We got we've got a little motto uh, that we uh, that we like to put out there. We seek to elevate the experience of engaging others. In a highly entertaining Epicurean environment. I like it. I think yeah. you. I think you succeed. Remind the kids of the address. It's on Shine. Yeah, where? Three three seven North Shine Avenue. Yeah, that's in the heart of Colonial Town. We're one block southeast of the downtown YMCA. How about I say between, near the Y? Yeah, between Livingston and Ridgewood. Yeah, yeah. yeah one block east of Mills Avenue. So, Look for uh, happy, satisfied people in the front, and you, right you'll, you'll find you. Shine. Thank you. Thing number two, I know about you, and I'm not sure if this is still happening. I'm ninety eight point seven percent sure you actually are on the radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I didn't know that until I started courting you to come on here like many, many moons ago. Gotcha. And uh, um, and you're really good on the radio. You're on like a Thank sports you. station. I am. Yeah, I'm, are you a sports guy? You don't seem I, like a sports guy to me. I am. Okay. I am. I, it, yeah, always, yeah. it always freaks me out when people who I think, I, I'm like that guy. I'm, I'm, I'm hip. I got cool glasses. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I but but yeah. I, I don't. There, there are very few things that I could care less about than sports. Okay. But I listen to your show. And and I, I dig it. Like you, you guys are just kind of kicking around. It's a That's little it. like this in a weird sort you, of way. You know, it, yeah. after listening to yours for a bit, I said, "Wow, this this is going to be this is going to be fun. This yeah, is yeah. Gonna, this is going to be a good time going on air." No, I get I get a chance to go on every Thursday mm-hmm. from eleven thirty to noon with uh, Mark Daniels. He is the host of uh, the Beat of Sports. He's on, a name. Uh, like I, I know that is, name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's uh, Mark is the voice of UCF Sports. He's oh. the director of communications uh, for uh, nice. the broadcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so when you're listening to UCF football, basketball, baseball, men's sports, that's the voice that you hear. Nice. He's also probably, I think, one of the best sports journalists, not just here, but in the entire country. That's because I this haven't tried to write sports journalism yet. You haven't, brother. No, I know. If, right. if you haven't given Mark a listen, it is not, it is <laughs> not the usual talking hand, yada, yeah, yada, yeah. yada. He finds really interesting subjects. He studies. He he does his research. He's exciting to listen to. He loves to have a good time. He yeah. shares the reality of his everyday life with you. You guys There's, are fun. We, I like. We, I, we, I dig we, it. Like we, enjoy I, the, we enjoy the vibe. I yeah. listen to a couple of them, and, and uh, I uh, 
I, I, I dig what you're doing over there. You said it's Tuesdays, right? From no, Thursdays. Thursdays, thank Thursdays you. Thursdays from... It uh, wouldn't be whatever I'm doing here if okay. I didn't fuck it up somehow. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry. I really care. Like, like I, I made I, notes. Yeah, I, I see <laughs> that. You, you did. You did. You did. I don't think you printed them out in big enough font, though, there. Well, I don't, I don't know and how you to... you toss I, them off as you get to it? I don't know how to change the font on my computer. That's what? how crazy and, and bad, wow. at, bad at things. What, are you working on, like, a 1995 Apple have back there? Have you seen this computer? I haven't. But you're going to have to show it to me when we go to break. I'm working on this. Everything I do with the podcast yeah. is on this piece yeah, of crap, yeah. held together by stickers. Yes. Like it, it, it's a so, so it, it's a miracle <laughs> I can do this. Trust me. If, uh, if I would, if I could, I'd encourage you guys to give a listen again. That's just that's on Thursdays. Mark and I talk food, wine, sports, nonsense. Uh, I give you a little breakdown on some cooking tips, that kind of thing. It's Tell cool. you about what's going on at vaccines. Yeah. We talk a little fantasy football current trends whatever and uh it's fun we have a lot of fun with the producer who's a millennial scott harris there and he's one of the assistant program directors and and, you know he pretty much hates everything that we love and everything that we love be nice to the young people we do we try (laughs) no they're so annoying every once in a while you just want to run up and charge the class and what did you say you know that kind of thing but uh but it's it, it is a lot of fun and then i get to go on i'm on sunday mornings during football season uh, with Brandon uh, Kravitz and Chris Vasquez, also on uh, 96.9. And uh, I talk a little fantasy football, and I give tailgate tips. And uh, so that's a little fun. Yeah. <laughs> I like you. That's, yeah, yeah. So there you go. I mean, let's, <laughs> hey, by the way, if you're not tailgating, come on down and see me at Maxine. Excellent. Absolutely. Yeah. And thing number three in about you, and, and this is, see, the, what, what I take away from the sports, I, it, despite what I look like right now, mm-hmm. I, I make up for in this you're a fashion guy, and you're not afraid to rock rock the bolo tie. Mm-hmm. I see. I have like some bolo ties, and I'm not allowed to wear them because I grew up in the '80s. And Bono and Mike Stipe, Michael Stipe from REM, made the bolo tie kind of kind of cool. He absolutely brought that. Yes, yeah, he did. He you did. know, because they were they were something you'd find in your grandfather's in the back of your grandfather's uh-huh. cedar closet in the back with all his other ties. Uh-huh. And, and uh, or the thrift store because like my favorite bolo tie that, that I'm not allowed to wear ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love you, Dee. Uh, uh, but I'm not. Allowed, I'm not allowed to wear <laughs> the most sincere look on it. <laughs> I, I do. I do. Okay. I love my. I had to ask because I wasn't sure. I, there we go. Yes. I love my wife way more than I love my favorite bolo tie. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, Good call. <laughs> yeah. Thank Good you. Call, yeah. <laughs> you can get strangled by one, but the other will cut you off. Yeah, no, I, I, I yeah, could get strangled by both of yeah, them. Yeah, there you go. Or I could. I could. She could strangle me with the bolo tie, which would be really funny, and I think she would if I wore it out. Um, but you, you are not afraid to rock the bolo tie or fashion in general. You are a fashionable young man. It is imperative that that visual hello yeah, but, connects and resonates with who you well, are. Well, you're an entertainer. You're like the Mr. Work of local Orlando food scene. You, your smiles and, and your you. people people pay attention to what you're wearing. You've got cool blazers. You've got cool hats. More importantly, you have bolo ties. You I know. do. Can I, can I tell you about the bolo ties? Yeah, please. Yeah, that, so that was a gift to me from uh, my father-in-law, Maxine's dad, uh-huh. who we lost a couple years ago. He's a World War II veteran. Okay. Lived to be 95 years Probably old. Probably owned a hell of a bolo tie collection. Brother. Neither did he. <laughs> yeah. And he he uh, he gave some to uh, Maxine way back in the day for her to have. And then as he and I got to know each other after uh, his daughter and I were uh, so engaged, uh, he, he presented me like one a year oh, for a couple wow, of years. What a, what a great and gift. So uh, I love to wear them in his honor. And also my grandmother 
used to travel out west and go to Indian reservations. She did photography, ceramics, pottery, and yeah. she would trade things uh, with the uh, Native American Indians mm-hmm. on the reservations. And then she would actually then go into towns and trade with different people. So she also used to collect bolo ties and turquoise. And she got me a turquoise rattlesnake bolo oh. tie that was just Does it does amazing. it got the, the silver tips at the end too? You know it does, bro. You know it does. You've seen it. You know. You know of what I speak. I'm sure I've yeah, owned yeah. it. I, uh, yeah. in, a, in a former life, I don't know if you know this about me. If you've listened to the podcast, you know. I used to sell vintage menswear. I heard this. Yeah, yeah. I was listening. Yeah, in, in the show. And that's. Uh, and uh, I, I, if I could find a funky, cool bolo tie, mm-hmm. I, I could sell it in a minute. And they usually, like, I'd get them at a state sales league, literally hiding in the back mm-hmm. of a closet from a tie rack and hadn't been touched in 30 years. And I'd wipe the dust nice. off and shine up the turquoise and oh, the, yeah. the silver at the bottom. And uh, I, I would sell it for a fair price. And I, I would buy it for a fair price and sell it for a fair price, usually a little lower than whatever somebody was selling an equal one. Uh, if you if you're listening, you don't know what a bolo tie is. Google this because because yes. it, it is a classic uh, accoutrement too. As, to, to as a podcast, do, yeah. I feel like it's my duty to bring these things back. It's pretty much like a string, like a really fancy string, sometimes mm-hmm. leather or woven. Yep. And then there's like a, a a tie clip, like in the middle that goes up and down, down. on the string. It's highly like, decorative. It's usually, like yes. it's like a necktie, yes. but it's a string. It's mm-hmm. kind of a cowboy. You're doing a great thing. job on describing. This. Yeah, I I I I, I love the and fact that you rock the bolo metal tie. tips. Metal tips, metal are, tips are usually what you're going to find on. I'll yeah. show you the one. Yeah. I, I have a usually pick, pewter. Pewter's I, a big metal. For I picked that. this up in. Uh, I was still in high school, so it was 1984, 85. I there's there's one in the back room okay. where we, we keep all our garbage, and uh, um, it's it's Soldier of the Month 1947, and it, it's on one tip it's got a little horsey, mm-hmm. which says Soldier of the Month 1947. Okay. On the other tip it's got a riding crop. It, it's like one of my favorite fashion that accessories. Is tremendous. Yeah, I it, look forward to seeing this. We we, we will. Um, that was it. These are three things, and I'm also interested to think of this about you because I feel like you've got interesting uh, uh, taste. Uh, real quick, without thinking about it, your top three bands, singers, songwriters, performers, rappers, whatever the kids are talking calling them right now. Without thinking about it, don't overthink this. Uh, quick, go. JJ Gray, Mofro. Don't know what that is. Uh, J.J. Gray. Tom Petty. Oh, okay, okay. And um, Bruce Springsteen. Okay. Who's J.J. Gray? I know Tom Petty. J.J. Gray and Mofro, a band out of northern Florida, out of Jacksonville. They are, to me, the true sound of Florida Swamp Rock. (laughs) Love it. If you will... uh, You'll conjure in your mind taking a little Leonard Skinnerd. Okay. Uh, add some Eugene Snowden to oh, that. Let that see. That, and, you got me there. I was uh, losing you, losing me at Skinner, but, but you then, got no, me at no, Eugene. No, no. Yeah. Okay. So, so and uh, and I, I'd even throw in a dash of Tom Petty. And okay. this guy is uh, just one of the most amazing, uh, soulful uh, voices that represent really what Florida is all about to good, me. Good, yeah. good, good. Yeah, yeah. Bit, yeah I, I, I'm, I thought, you, you did that really quickly. I actually, I actually went to uh, uh, the title. I think it was a second CD called Lock Lusa. I took a buddy's book, uh, local author. And I had to go find where Loch Lusa was. Okay. And it's a little uh, little town between Gainesville and Ocala. Nice. And I found a fish camp there. It gets funky and up got there. It, it does. Oh, it does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I stayed at the fish camp, and I took my buddy's book, and I read it over the course of two days and just listened to his music. And That's was, really cool. It was tremendous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love the fact that you, some people really labor over that. You strike me as a reader. I say this all the time. Some people aren't readers, but you strike me. You've read a book or two. I need three books from you. You're three favorite as you sit there on the blue couch right now go uh the light of days metallic by tom levine okay 
Double Whammy by Carl Hyacin. Okay. And Along Came a Spider by James Patterson. I think that's the only one I know. <laughs> so, so What's that? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write the, the last one, Along the Came a Spider. One. Yeah. I, 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 usually what I do is when I go back and edit, like I'll go back like three times and write down. So I got J.J. Gray, but I, I've missed all those. And top three films. To, um, Lord of the Rings, Two Towers, uh, Godfather. Never seen it. And yeah. and uh, Star Wars. Okay. Yeah. The original. Yes. Okay. Yeah, All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you don't mind me asking. How old are you? You don't uh, have to tell me if you don't. No, you can no, tell no. me later. Yeah. Uh, I'll be 53 in a month. Okay. So you're like two years older than me. We're, okay. We're, yeah, we're, we're in the ballpark. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Right. We're playing the same song. Happy birthday if I don't see you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> you're welcome. I think we'll see each other again. Okay. I need to come back to your restaurant. Yes, you do, sir. Yeah. Um, uh, you were assigned a task to come at me with three questions, mm-hmm. old man. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. was a, that was mean. I usually say young man because everybody's younger than me on this thing. Okay. You were at, at uh, uh, you were assigned a task. Come at me with three questions, yeah. sir. Yes, I was. And, and uh, I, please, I came well armed. Now, can I ask you more than three? You you can ask me. Uh, well, we'll see how this goes. Okay, but cool. Ask right. me whatever you think is the most difficult one now. The most difficult. Whatever one. you think the ones are gonna okay. gonna screw me up the most. All right, um, Peter. Yes, sir. Uh, what is your favorite scientific name for anything? Why? <sighs> And if you don't have one, would you like to make up one right now? Uh, autoerotic asphyxiation. Oh wow! Because <laughs> I think it's funny. Okay, <laughs> there but, you go. But, but I mean, and I've never done it. I'm not saying that I've never wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. Because I really like mm. masturbating. Yes. But I I I can't oh. see that it would get to that. Like you got to be really bored with masturbating. You, you do. <laughs> and it's interesting. You actually you bring that up as your answer because that may tie into a character in a question I'm going to ask you about later on. I can't wait. Yes, I, yes. I, I I can't imagine like it, it because the, the, the first time you probably like just kind of stroke your stroke yourself and that doesn't work, you know. And well, then what are you going for next? And then you probably have somebody to, like choke yourself and that they they probably like aren't choking you hard enough because they don't want to kill you. And then you're like, well, I can hang myself with something. You, know, <laughs> yes, you, you look around, and and oh, then like, a, a, no. and I used to work at Kinko's overnight. Okay, which which is a very Liber- dark place. Mm, like, it, I'm it, sure there's a lot of lonely at Kinko's, and you get really bored with the internet. You can you hear yourself? You I can. Cool? I can. Okay, yeah. oh, I heard something pop. Yeah, uh, you get bored, and when I worked there, it, it, when I worked there, it was at the beginning of the internet. Okay, so there was a mm. lot of a lot of just mm. insane. There was. There was this website I used to go called uh, go to called the Style Project. Okay, and it was the darkest of dark. And every now in, and then, in every aspect, or? yeah, it, it was it was messed up. Like it was way too dark for me. I wasn't into this. Okay, but it was a lot. Of, it was like a, a web board where people would just post pictures. And every now and then, you'd you'd see a a police photo of someone who would choke themselves. To oh, death, man. doing that, and, and and they just were left there in an apartment, and, and that's probably the reason I decided maybe this it's is a really weird, bad idea. Yeah, to yeah. put that in your mind, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And, and apparently it's really trail. good. Like apparently it's worth for, hanging for, yourself from the closet bar. In, okay, in, this sensation. Yeah, apparently before it's, before the, before the big dirt. Now. Because either it works or it doesn't work. Yes. I, I think it's a timing thing, mm-hmm. and I, I'm not good at timing. If you've listened to this podcast, you realize I'm. You've heard me at this. <laughs> so, so. Autoerotic yeah. asphyxiation, uh, or um 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 um. Uh, hold on, well, let me think of one more. Uh, latissimus dorsi. Okay, what does that mean? I, I, that is, that would be a muscle. No, uh, it's a muscle. I can't remember where it is. So uh, I'm I'm trying to think of a better muscle because I was a massage therapist also. 
Um, it's a muscle that goes from the bottom. I can't think of the insertion point, but it goes up to the uh, the scapula. Yes. I think it goes up to the bicipital groove of the scapula. Okay. And it helps you do this. Ah, which is rotation, great podcasting. The rotation forward of the shoulder. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It helps you do this. Socket, but it's, it a, it's a huge muscle. Okay. Like it goes all the way back. Everybody, from, from, he is he is yeah. graphically rolling his shoulder <laughs> and rubbing. Yes, yeah, so yeah. everyone knows this is in the backside yeah. of the. Uh, the, l- the Latissimus dorsi makes mm, makes yes. me. Is that that's a scientific term, right? It is indeed. I'm yeah. going. I'll say ding. Yes. No, thank you. That, yeah, yeah, it made me sound a little smart mm-hmm. when I was when I was at Masad school. I I tried to talk my teacher into renaming all those Latin muscles to just like Latissimus dorsi. Now, uh, Teddy, and and my whole thing was I spent like five minutes in class with my hand up, like trying to. If we do this now, five hundred years from now, mm-hmm. our doctors will be way better mm-hmm. because they won't have to remember latissimus dorsi no, just... is the insertion point to the humerus is the bicipital groove <laughs> of the humerus. They would like Teddy connects to Scott. Yeah, and you know, and, and then he goes into his living room and he gets on the couch, and then that's where he connects with that nerve fiber and clicks on the TV that sends the pulse to the brain. Exactly. And there you go. And so it, it, you, it, you make it the collective neighborhood within your own body. And it would make like surgery easier. Mm-hmm. And in the grand yeah. scheme of things, because one of the biggest things that people like the biggest problems in hospitals are errors by doctors because yes. we're still talking Latin in, in and, surgery. Mm-hmm. All right, I got that off my chest. I've been, I'm wa- glad. I've you, been waiting I, you, for someone to ask that question. Really? Very thank, good. thank you very so much. Good. I'm going to ask you some questions now. All right, very good, sir. Okay, uh, besides the one thing that he's famous for, what the hell is up with Ron Jeremy? Why is he? Why, why did he become a thing? He's I think, not, I think I, he was at such a, a unique time in the world of porn. <laughs> He really was. The hedgehog. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. exactly what he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got to meet him in the Chelsea Hotel. Did you? Got to, yes. Wow, that's a, not only were you in the Chelsea Hotel, but, but, I met but you Jeremy. met Ron Jeremy yeah, in the Chelsea. Yeah. You lived an exciting I, life. I was on the road with Bong Vodka, Okay. and we were launching the brand in New York City, and I was the national brand ambassador. Okay, yeah, at the and, Chelsea Hotel. Yeah, and that's where I was staying. Okay. That's where that's where, that's where where Jimmy and I were holed up. And uh, yeah, and Ron Jeremy was one of the artists staying there. So... um. I, I did have that tangible, hey, man. And he's like, yeah, right, cool, hero, yeah, all right, move on. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. this guy was getting just, just I think it was just the sheer, the sheer amount of uh, beautiful women that this guy with this tremendous schlong was just getting to have his way any day, as many times as he wanted every day, and getting thrown money. But the rest of him, I don't know. I mean, it was, it was just... It, it just it hurt. It hurt to watch that. You know? He seems charming enough, doesn't he? He seems like no. a, a, a. Is he was he bad in person? No, no. Actually, yeah. he was he was kind. Yeah, he yeah. was kind. Just but the whole all rest of the whole package. I guess there was you know balance there. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. he got what he got in his gift. You know, yeah. But so there had to be some extra give throughout the rest of the body along the way in terms of the body hair and the you know yeah and and and, and maybe the roundness and stuff. So, but. Uh, the fact he's still, you know, I, I don't know if anybody's doing any films with him anymore. I think they've kind of moved on from that. He's probably in the directing mode he, these days. He pops up from podcasts from time to time, and okay. And, and, okay. and I've been trying, like, I'm sitting here trying to think because it's a podcast I listen to, but I haven't. It, they haven't put one out in a little while. Uh, Jim Baker and Tammy Faye Baker's son, and I'll, I'll think of it like mm. after we set this up. Of course, has a podcast, and it's, it hasn't been on. And one of the very first ones, faith based. 
No, no. Well, kind of. Like, he's he's in this weird place with religion. I wouldn't call it weird because it works for him. Okay, good. Uh, because he came from that, yeah. you know? And and uh, so he, he's conflicted. So he talks about that. But one of the very first episodes was him talking to... I think I think the first episode was Henry Rollins, truthfully. Okay. The second episode might have been... <laughs> I started off slightly intensely. And yeah, well, I mean, I, 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 start, Rollins, I started yeah. off with Calvin from Cloak and Dapper. Equally as good as Henry Rollins in his own wow. way. Yeah. Um, but he got Henry Rollins first, and then okay. he went to Ron Jeremy. Because him, Ron Jeremy, and uh, Jay Baker, that's his name. Okay. Nailed it. There you go. Uh, you were waiting on that. Jay Baker and uh, Ron Jeremy and Jay Baker's mother, Tammy Faye Baker, were best friends. Because they were on The Surreal Life on VH1 at some point. <laughs> And, and Tammy Faye Baker, I mean, it, what, whatever you say about their their branch of, of their, their spot in religion in the, the early 90s, late 90s, early 2000s. I mean, they, yeah. They, whatever you will say about that, Tammy Faye Baker, I think she believed what she believed and she seemed like she was a generally nice person. Everything I've read, she she wasn't terrible. She 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 was kind. And she was following the good Christian life. Yeah. Which, she was honoring the Lord and her husband. Yeah. We, and, and bringing about her faith. And, yes. and she met. A little off the wall, but. <laughs> she met uh, Ron Jeremy and, and he was the complete opposite. But but they somehow struck an accord. Mm-hmm. And when Tammy Faye Baker passed away, I think Jay Baker reached out and said, will you come on my podcast and talk? And I, I, it was, it was a, That's tremendous. It's one of my favorite episodes. It's one of the reasons I got in podcasting was Jay Baker. And I think he listens. So if you're listening, Jay, I want to do an over-the-phone interview with you. Because uh, I know he follows me on Instagram. And that's an amazing score, brother, on that connection. To yeah. get those two people uh, together. And he went on He went on and uh, interviewed a whole bunch of really religious people and people who have fallen from mm. religion. I mean, he's not he's not like pigeonholed into what he believes. Like, he's not afraid to talk to people. Like, you know, he's he, he realized that communication is the main thing. It's we can all get along. We can all we're all equal on some level we whether are. we're one we're a dickhead talking to like a different kind of dickhead or we're mm-hmm. both on the same level I mean Tammy Faye Baker and Ron Jeremy who would see those two people being friends you wouldn't yeah and and, yes. and there's the beauty of the uh, our, our, the connect, the point of connectivity between people that will let down some of those barriers and just hear people for who they are yeah yeah it's, it, it was beautiful cool. I, I wish Jay would put his podcast out but I know he, he does some like traveling he travels with this like comedy slash religious thing again I can't think of the name of it okay. it'll come to me in 10 minutes uh, that was quest number one for you quest number two for you you're Gotta read through this real quick. I wrote it like at midnight last night. We were texting back and yes, forth, and, yes. and I just got home from the Nook on Robinson sponsor, mm, and I good, had I, good I, job I, there. I had a beer or two, yeah. and uh, I I sat down. And I was like, I, I gotta do this. So mm-hmm. uh, sounds like we got started around the same time. <laughs> hey, I'll call you this time. Hey, I don't think I'm going to be available at that time. Oh, how about uh, tomorrow? No, all right. Let's midnight. It is. Let's talk then. Okay, you you get an all expense paid trip. To a country, country of your choice, but it's a, it's a non English speaking country, and you don't speak the language. All right, and and just just to, to pretend, let let's pretend that no one there speaks it, and the radio is not going to speak it, and and your phone's not going to speak it, so you're not going to be able to to translate. Mm. Okay, where do you go and why? You've traveled a bit, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, you're a wine dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have. I've, I've had it's the best, hour. isn't it? It, it doesn't suck me, man. <laughs> even when it sucks, that, even yeah. when it sucks, it still doesn't suck. Suck it right from the nipple of the bottle, baby. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. there, yeah. Get so, loose with the juice. So the, the place to go, uh, non, non-English non speaking, yeah, yeah. anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world. 
Mm, I guess I'd, I'd go to China. You think so? China. I do. I, I've I never do. been. Have you been? No. Yeah? I have not. Maxine has. I have not. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, I'm, just, I'm just so intrigued about their growth. Yeah. And their prominence in the world and our relationship with them, what they're doing on a, a technological level, how they still maintain uh, control over people is... It's it's in it's intriguing in the communist state that they have, uh, but the I mean obviously then through that they get a lot of productivity for the government and the government's agenda, um, but uh, it just seems like they're they're wonderful beautiful people and again all the all the growth that they've had I'd, I'd like to get over there and just kind of wander around it I'd love to go to the Great Wall at some point yeah um, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming like to, you you know John Washburn. I do. Yeah, I, I used to work for Washburn Imports for a little while, and he fired me. That uh, may be where we met. I, I, I'm sure. May, that's, do that's you roll with Washburn? That kid rolls hard. I did, you know. <laughs> you know, back in the day, we was rocking the corner of the foods, you know, yeah, yeah. and that kind of thing. No, um, but uh, I see him from time to time. I like to go over to the Imperial and uh, grab a glass of wine and listen to some great music and uh, stuff. You know, so. John talks about that sex in the world as being the, and he's been everywhere. Like mm-hmm. that, 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 that dude's been everywhere yeah. and he just keeps going back like he just keeps he just it's, it's beautiful and it's not necessarily to me it's not necessarily as beautiful as and, and I'm, I'm not gonna lie like i love going to museums mm-hmm. and seeing old buildings and and but i also like literally just talking to people talking to people and being immersed in an environment that's, we, that's, we were in mexico city a couple of weeks ago i think i told you that and i mentioned it on the podcast mm-hmm. yes and we were walking through like a, a plaza. It was like a like a just like a Tuesday. And it was we it was we just got off the plane. We dropped our stuff off at our Airbnb, and we bolted out the door to go explore. And we were walking through the plaza, and I you know I think I mix in pretty well, but these these probably about seven or eight uh, little Mexican kids came mm-hmm. up to me and said, "Are you American?" And I'm like, "Well, yes, I am." <laughs> and they said, and they 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 were speaking way better English than I, I I'm able to speak Spanish. Un poquito Spanish. Right, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um but but their their yes. English was better, was but it, it's still we we were having a communication problem okay. and they interviewed me there for about 10 minutes and put it on a camera and it was delightful. Right on. It man. was so fun. We giggled and I think at the end I they all wanted to take a picture of me and I've never felt so much as a rock star as those children wanting to take a picture of me. I don't think they picked my wallet like there, there, there ain't too many no, feelings no. better than that. There yeah, was, it, that, there was going on that it, whole experience. It, it for was you. really cool. How, how, it, but connected. I mean, yeah. talk about, again, you're you're going to this you're going to a foreign country, going to a city, you're you're walking through these kids come up and they do to you what you do with people. It, it was and, great, and you just got yeah. to feel their passion for it. And how were they drawn to you? I mean, how did they, you know, to, I, I, to I be don't able know. to do yeah, that? Yeah, they 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 or, walked they walked up and said, "Are you American?" And, and I said, "Yeah, I am." And they said, "You know, can we ask you a couple questions?" And it, like I said, it was broken English. And uh-huh. what I found out later, because my wife got hit up, hit up with it, like probably four or five days later. Yeah. Uh, well, four or five days, three days later, because we only there five. Um. They they have assignment for school that they have to go out and talk to people in another language, which is an amazingly smart assignment. Why don't we have this? that that going on? Yes. <laughs> why don't uh, we have the? I still ask that of myself. Why don't I? Why why am I not doing it? You know, I need to. And, and, I need and to. I love the traveling aspect. I love nothing makes me happier than to go to a bar in another country and talk to somebody in a bar at like a two o'clock in the morning kind of like this mm-hmm. only you're like in their house right and i, I love that I, I dig it i if i can go to another country and not speak english or i mean or uh, try to speak the language 
you know, and I, I love when I get lost. That's my favorite thing in traveling. Nice. I, I, I dig when I get lost. Until it's getting dark and rainy and that little, kind of thing. Yeah, a little bit you know, scary. The, the other yeah. thing on China real quick, too, would be... Um, so for me, I'd, I'd love to go back in the, the civilization, the, the, the history yeah, yeah. Of, of them. Uh, I've been studying Kung Fu and Tai Chi for about a year and a half. Yeah. And to be able to be able to go over there and just be around some you people. Go over there and train. Hang out. Take, in the, take uh, a month off. And, and go do it. Get, 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 yeah. get ripped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you ever really get ripped from uh, from that, but uh, you'll have the flexibility. I guess. There, no I, doubt about it. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I used to have a cleaning company. And there was this, he was one of the best looking men I've ever seen in my life. His name uh-huh. is Kamudi. And, and do you know Kamudi? Kamudi and Consuelo. Consuelo, I, I won't Kamudi worked for you? Uh, I, a, he, he didn't work for me. I worked for him. I, gotcha. cleaned, I cleaned his office. But you know Kamudi. No, no. We, we used to hang out with them all the time. Yeah. And, uh, they we, were a we, beautiful we, couple. Amazing. I, I don't they, think they're... We, I were, think, we were jealous. Yeah, yeah. We, I, uh, I, and I'm not afraid to say that. Yeah. They, they were too beautiful together. Yeah. They they, I, I think... Uh, uh, Kamudi lives in New York and has a baby with, a, and Consuelo is back. I think, in I think, Italy, she's. I think she's in Florence. Yeah, uh, that's, that seems perfect. Yeah, that's who. That, yeah. the last that I heard. Every once in a while, I catch a little post from her on Facebook. But uh, yeah, that was the last that I had heard for her. Yeah, and Kamudi used to do Thai, uh, thai kickboxing. I, 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 um, I, I used to clean their house, which is awkward. But uh, in in the <laughs> in the spare like bathroom, it was an apartment. Like it wasn't yeah. like this glamorous thing. They just happen to have one more bathroom than I do. Um, there was a picture of him decked out to go do a tie fight, like mm-hmm. a, a tie boxing fight. Yeah. And he's in the corner and he's kneeled down and he, yeah. he's like in prayer pose. And I was like, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. Like besides all and these other cool things. And, and he was he, really good at it. And he was like, oh no, I, I trained in Thailand for like six months. I was like, God, stop being so cool. Leave some cool for the rest of us. Yeah, he, he was. I mean, he's tremendous. I miss him and I miss Consuelo. Orlando was a better place with them. Here. Yeah, yeah, they, they were yeah. Art, art people. Uh, question number three for you. And this is short and sweet. What's the cure for procrastination? Uh, deadline. <laughs> Do you make deadlines? I mean, you you got a like a you well, got a actually, legit you know, I, business. I, I, I was procrastinating yesterday. Yeah, and, and that's I why you were. So was I. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, okay, we can put this off. We'll talk. You, we got this down. We'll figure it out. And then, uh, then finally, we get around to it. And uh, you know, and actually, for me, procrastination is when I'm sitting there idly and things are running through my mind and I'm trying to take my mind off of what I'm supposed to be doing but somehow or another it still finds its way creep, creeping in and whispering in my ear you're going to have to get on with this so why not do it now but then there's the, yeah. the also you can do it later, later. <laughs> absolutely it's you know it's, it's going back to the days of college man I always waited till the, till the end to study for the test and cram and write the paper and that kind of thing and uh, <laughs> so I'm not really good with it but I am forced by the by the responsibilities of uh, about six and a half days a week at the restaurant. Don't I don't you have hate much being to an adult? Yes, I do. Sir, at times. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. I do. The sheer bliss of uh, childhood was fantastic, and it is uh, it is way far in the rearview mirror now. But oh, uh, you have fun. Right? I do. No, no. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not. It doesn't suck to be you. No. I, yeah. Thank you. It doesn't. It doesn't. I just at least from I, an outsider's I, point of view. I, I got to have a great childhood uh, experience. I don't. If you saw, I just got back from uh, New York. We okay. Up, we were up in upstate. Yeah. And I had. Uh, I rekindled my passion for fishing. Good for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw you had yeah. a big-ass fish in your... A uh, you know. block and a half off of uh, Maxine's parents' house. Well, that's it was built in the... It was, it was built in the 1800s, then yeah. remodeled in the night, blah, blah, blah. 
They're two blocks off of the Oswego River, and right now is the salmon run. Oh wow! So that was that big ass fish was something you could eat. Yes, cool. Do I you got, eat? I, it? I got four of them. No, I released them. Oh, good for you. They were all that's pregnant. E- that's even more more, more satisfying, I think. Yeah. You know? And I did, when I first got there, I wasn't exactly sure what was going on. And I talked to a couple of young fishermen there, and they had amazing rigs, and they were just the coolest guys. And yeah. they broke it all down for me. And they said, "Yeah, we release everything because they're all coming in to lay their eggs, and yeah. there are enough other guys trying to dig them out." So that's what we did. It's, but it's, it was it was it was beautiful salmon. Mercury levels may maybe a tinge higher than you might like in okay. the area. Yeah, so as well. long as this wasn't a daily, you know, bagels and locks kind of thing that you were doing and then having it for dinner, yeah, yeah you'd be okay. No, that, that's Not too cool. many growths coming my, out of My your dad body. was a, a, a fisherman in the sense that, uh, but he always loved fishing, but then he got like sick. And that was one of the things that he could stand. He they lived on off, well, they lived in a literally a fifth wheel trailer. It makes mm. that sound fancy. They lived off the beach, Fancy-land. but they lived in a, a fifth Fancy wheel. Fancy land. Yeah. No, no. This this was out in Fort Pierce, which okay. is the complete opposite of fancy. Okay. And you know yep. Fort Pierce? I do. Okay. I'm Stewart, sorry. Fort Pierce, St. Lucie, Port St. Lucie. I grew up in Port St. Lucie. Did you know? I grew up in Port St. Lucie. Went to high you school used to in go Fort fishing Pierce. Out of there. There's great fishing, great yes. surfing. They got, yeah, got a nice beach. Beaches. Got the bourgeois you used to lounge. Tell the, uh, that hurricane came. To, I forget which one. Yeah, that displayed the waste. Crushed it, man. My, my crushed high, it. The high school I went to is gone. Like, it, well, it, it wasn't much of a high school in the '80s, and mm-hmm. I think it, it died in the early 2000s. Um, it, it's charming. Uh, the, the story I always tell is uh, Jerry Springer. Yeah, he, okay. I'm 98 percent sure he one of his first shows, a Clan Christmas from Port St. Lucie. A clan Christmas from Port St. Lucie was filmed in the gymnasium that I had my high school prom. I could be wrong on that. You can Google it. I'm fairly certain I'm right, <laughs> but because I've been telling that story forever. Um, but it, it, I know that there was a, there was an episode called A Clan Christmas from Port St. Lucie because there's a, a it's it's got nice beaches. I still have friends there. Not everybody's uh, a clan member. Did you ever go to a meeting? No, I'm I'm, I'm a good. I, I look like a skinhead. You could, you could rock it. <laughs> yeah, you well, could. You could. Yeah, they yeah. no no they they they. Okay. they don't like me much all right um question number two from you please sir oh let me see what's the uh yeah what's the most disgusting thing you've ever put in your mouth (laughs) did you eat it did you spat it out and if you ate it why did you continue to consume it um all right we're gonna get if the last one wasn't dark enough uh i i don't i i've had girls satisfy me and then want to kiss, kiss me? You. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I mean, I had like that on my lips, okay. but I, I didn't. I'm like, no, 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 oh god, no, no, no. And I don't know why it's me, you know. Uh-huh, yes. And and uh, I satisfied them and kissed them, and it, uh, yeah, they seem fine with that. I, I, I think it was more of a how uncomfortable can I make Peter after I just mm-hmm. made him like incredibly comfortable. <laughs> So off the top of my head, there's Balance. that. Yeah. Um, in Mexico, I'm fairly certain I ate brains. Did you? I'm 98% sure. Of I, what? Of uh, whatever was. There's a ta- And I can't think of the Spanish word for it, but uh, there there's a taco there that uh, basically a straight thing. That's just everything. The mm-hmm. pieces, parts. Yeah. It's everything. I, I think they said besides called. eyes. And there are like some eyes ones, but they, there's a hmm. specific Organs, one. Yeah, it's just like it, pieces, yeah. parts. And I think there's gotcha. one that that's just Talk like about. mostly the head, like cheek. And yeah, and yeah uh, so I'm fairly that most recently, I'm fairly certain I, I ate brains. I've had a, uh, I was in Iceland. Ever been to Iceland? 
I've not. You just go to Iceland. It's like some of the best food I've ever had in my life yeah. was in Iceland. Uh, Besides uh, dry, like I think dried fish and that kind of stuff. No, man. No. We, we went to this place called uh, Scratch, uh, something okay. like that. I, I'd have to look it up. Uh, and I, that's where I had Cavs Heart for the first time. Cavs Heart? Yeah, 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 yeah. Cavs mm-hmm. Heart. Uh, Did you feel more manly after that? I, I felt drunk because it was a wine and food pairing, and I think uh, that there was some beer involved. It okay. was. It, 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 it was. <laughs> Did you have to sauce yourself up before you took the first bite of Cavs Heart? No, well, it was really effing good, dude. It, it was absolutely the most stunningly beautiful meal I've ever had in my entire life. Okay. And it was this restaurant. I'm sure I've told this on the podcast. I just repeat my stories. Uh, I'm sure I've told this, but. Um, it was a restaurant. We we have friends who travel a lot, and she writes about food. Mm-hmm. And she made a list of places to go eat in Iceland, okay. and this place was on the list. But she said she had to go and uh, make reservations for this place like months in advance. And she also said it was very very expensive. And I was like, well, we ain't going there. Mm. You know, we can we we went and we we had some mildly expensive things, but okay. she said very, very expensive. expensive. And there happened to be a restaurant right next door that we were going to go to, but there was a long wait. Okay. So we, we walked by and I just like, I'm going to poke my head in this place. So I poked my head in and the guy came over and he he, he spoke to me in Icelandic, I guess. Okay. I, I think that's what they speak. Mm-hmm. Some sounds, some other language. I don't, enough, yeah, yes. Sure. We'll mm-hmm. just yeah, pretend we'll, it. We'll go with that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was uh, un poquito espanol, senor. Yeah, <laughs> well done. Yeah, it works everywhere. <laughs> and, and he's like, "Oh, you're you're American?" I said, "Yeah, yeah." And I said, "We have good friends who ate here a couple months ago, and they said it was the best meal they've ever had." And and uh, I, I said, "You know, I I just wanted to poke my head." And he said, "Give me a second. And he came around the corner, you know, like, and he said, "You guys want to eat?" And I said, "Absolutely." And and I didn't ask, like, yeah. So uh, right, right, right. We had a seven, you're, not, you're not asking. It's seven right. course meal, and uh, we didn't know how much it was. And I just, I mean, we got a credit card that we use for emergencies, and I just mm-hmm. put, it put it on it there. And, Why and, not? And I would gladly do it again. It was four hundred and fifty dollars. Nice. That's that's more. I, I paid six hundred fifty dollars for my first car. And I drove that for five years. <laughs> you made a commitment, sir, to yeah. your taste buds and no. your palate. And, yeah, and yeah. it was a life-changing an commitment. It, an, I would do experience. it again. And I'm talking about, about I'm talking about, it's, by the way, the restaurant is called Dill, not Scratch. Dill. Okay. Scratch is a restaurant here, isn't it? Uh, yes. Yeah, it's, it's Dill. Dill is the restaurant in Iceland. And it, it's, it, there's probably 10 seats in the place. And you okay. can see the chef. And it was... It was Stunningly, wow. everything was a work of art, and and you you know how like fine dining is. Yes. Uh, it looks yes, like it's not going to fill you up, right? Yeah, like it always like I want a bigger. I want I want a bigger plate but, of food. It looks that way. Bring me mashed potatoes and steak. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. but you know you get a liver pate and there's only that much of it with three crackers, and somehow it magically fills you up. It does. What well, you're so excited? Yeah, yeah. And everything's on fire. Everything's all the spidey senses are tingling. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. It, when you're having food like that, so you're measuring it and you're taking in that Zen time of chewing on the food, and you're really reaching more for the flavors. So you're exhausting yourself a yeah. little bit more by the use of your senses and a meal like that which can give you that feeling the, of getting that, filled that out. might be it you I'm, know I'm, I'm gonna put that out you're there. an elevate you're at an elevated so first of all we shouldn't have been there like first number one we didn't have reservations we were there by luck okay second thing is uh, what's wrong uh, with that the second thing is i couldn't afford that meal <laughs> like if you're putting on a credit card could, it's you, an emergency credit card why no, don't you use it as an emergency use it as a great time that's in life that's exactly what i told my wife when, we, go. when we got the statement out back let that part go now um, let it go. Um, let like it go. three weeks later <laughs> when we got the statement back and she's like i can't believe we did that i was like was it worth it she said yes. yes. 
and we we've never ever spent that much money on a meal before we probably will never do it again unless we go back to iceland then i will do it in a heartbeat did you ask me a question uh, I did, but I got more. Well, no, what, what, no, no, what, what was no. the question? No, 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 Oh, yeah, I asked you, what's the most disgusting food you ever put in your mouth? Oh, it, 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 was, ca- it, it was either brains or my own cum. Yes, yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, I think those are on the same level in my book. Yes, by the way, my go. cum is not disgusting. Hey. It's amazing. I've I, had... I, Two people do, do, tell me that. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I'm, 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 yeah, I was going to say, you didn't do a taste test, did yeah. you? Yeah, on that note, here's a commercial. Okay. You've had a hard week and you need a drink. You need a craft cocktail made by an amazingly talented bartender. Maybe you'd rather have a craft beer. You need some place that you can go and hang that's got live music or a DJ, some place comfortable, some place laid back, some place away from the hustle and the bustle and the nonsense of downtown. You need some little indies in your life. They've been doing craft cocktails and craft beer for a long time, and they do it very, very well. Go check them out. They are in the Mills 50 District at 1036 North Mills Drive, and have them make you something delicious tonight. And tell them you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. You're probably going to have to buy a present at some point in the next couple weeks for somebody. The holidays are here and someone you know loves craft beer. I love craft beer. Your mom might love craft beer. Your father-in-law definitely loves craft beer. You know where you need to go? Red Light, Red Light Beer Parlor. They can sell you any one of their hundreds of bottles or they can do a crowler or a growler of their delicious, award-winning, in-house, crafted beer. Check out Red Light, Red Light tonight. They have new extended hours, so you can probably go by there just about any time of the day and get something delicious for yourself and take something home for the people you love. Red Light, Red Light Beer Parlor is located at 2810 Kareen Drive. Get yourself something amazing, something craft something delicious and tell them you heard about them on scotch and good conversation <laughs> i often wonder about okay. whoever gets that commercial right there that i'm gonna do of how they think about the uh, the lead in my yep. cum is delicious and here's a word from our sponsors <laughs> uh, question number four for you and this one's kind of dumb. I, I kind of like uh, stole this. Well, I steal all my stuff off the internet, but I uh, rewrote it a little bit. Please can uh, contribute to my new rhyming A through Z child's book. Okay, give, give me a second. The only conditions besides the rhyming scheme are you should start with a noun and then write something thoughtful and perhaps curiously silly or funny and witty that a child would get instantly. I will give you an example. I'm going to give you a couple. Okay. All right. A is for armadillo, a curious animal indeed. It rolls safely into a ball whenever it feels the need. I'll give you one more. B is for beaver. You're going to do C, so start thinking. I'm going to do C. Yes. B is for a beaver whose tail is flat and wide. They build their house in sticks. Underwater, they hide. Please do C. C is for chicken. And chicken, you might be a licking. Yeah, even if it's on the finger and you're having it in your mouth. 
You gotta know that that flavor, when it heads south, that's hitting down in your belly, deep down below, and it's gonna make it glow and glow and glow, cause you like the flavor of chicken. And to this, I am a stickin', right very now. So get back to your plates, kids, and get on with that little kapow. <laughs> boom, and don't eat a cow. I think that, 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 that there, boom, nailed it. There was the hanger, that was the closer. Right All right, there. you nailed that. I'm not gonna ask you to do D, so okay. uh, question, you really nailed that. I, I didn't think that would, that would go well. Uh, question number wow. five for you. What information do you think that every human being should have memorized? What, I'm sorry, what was that? What information, let's give me three things that every human being should have memorized. And, uh, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna also give you some examples. Uh, righty tighty lefty Lucy. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, the birth dates of their loved ones, mm-hmm. and important phone numbers in case your phone dies. So those yeah, those. Yeah. So uh, give me give me three more. Well, you should always know your social security number. That's the yes. only thing I learned going to college. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Everything else is out my brain. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think um, yeah, you should know your blood type. I don't know my blood type. You know what? I don't either. Is that on your license? license? I feel like it should be on your license. I don't think license. it is. I feel, don't you think that should be on your license? It Ooh, should be. I just burped a little. I'm that's sorry. That's okay. No, no, that's no, no, all right. We're very classy. We don't burp. Uh, the, yeah. But you, and you're right. You did it directly into the mic. You didn't even turn sideways and try. <laughs> well, it, it, you didn't it, even, it, like, if it were a fart and lifting your leg quietly. It leaked out. Like, I'll, I'll take it out in editing. Like, yes. no one will ever know. I'll just, it yeah. just sound like I burp, but I'm very classy mm-hmm. and I don't. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then um, you, need, you need one more thing that you should always know. Yeah. And um, that is on where you stand on doing the right thing. <sighs> That's a good one. I wouldn't have thought of that. It was blood type. I'm writing this down. Stand. And what was the other one? Social security number. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's number. I probably shouldn't call it that. Um, yeah, I, I think that. And I think deep down inside you probably know that. But I think it's you should be proud of where you stand. Maybe not. I, and if you stand someplace stupid. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that's, that. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, this is an email. Okay. And our emails are sponsored by the Nook over on Robinson. They're local. They're about Central Florida, specifically Orlando, but they branch out to Central Florida. They have local beers, local wines. They, they, they have teas. They have soda. They do kombucha. Sometimes they have like locally baked cookies, local art in the walls, local musicians. It's cool. It's over in the Milk District. They're our friends. Go by and tell them that we sent you. They're located at uh, 2432 East Robinson Street. Tell them we sent you. This uh, uh, this email the the title is what's the new word and it says hey pete you seem hip <laughs> thank you <laughs> put an explanation point yes yeah sure yeah. <laughs> um what are the new words that are hip in the world i think that uh, it this is me thinking that dis and word are going to stick around uh, much like cool has stuck around since the 20s. I heard those words on the block more than 20 years ago. People in their mid-50s and younger uh, using it. And I know that it... Uh, see, I told you I'd screw this up. People in their <laughs> mid-50s and younger use it. A man and, of and, and know what it means to the point where it's relatively mainstream today. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to stay relative, uh, relevant, fresh, dope, and down. Okay, there. now they're just being silly. Okay. Um, then it says, uh, see you on the flippity-flop, and it's signed words. Hmm. So what, what, well, are, what are the know, kids yeah, using? Yeah, well, are, are, I was going to say, I was going to say, you know, uh, word, bro. I ain't dissing that take. You know, I'm, I'm all in on that one. I'm, Stop I'm, it. I'm, I'm right there. I'm, uh, you, you know, do we go for the easy ones here? I'm going to keep knocking them on, you know, anyway. Um, what are the cool new words? Do, do you have a word that you, like, I... I 
Um, I, 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 I like to say I dig that. Like, I think that's kind of cool. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, I guess uh, dig is one that always it, it resonates with me. It's a hipster it, word, I it think. Is. It yeah. is. But it's true. And, it, and I, it, because the word is such an emotional expression and, uh, and, and when you hear it, the actual sound and the effect that it has on you, I think it is, uh, it's kind of unified in its spirit. Mm-hmm. That word dig. Yeah. I dig it, man. I'm into it. I'm going I'm going in a little bit. And it's a little bit more laid back and it's not so uh full frontal as some words as you might say, whether you like something or you're really impressed or you're in love with something and um but uh, for me, um I like to come at you a little bit, uh, a little bit more of a mellow vibe, okay. but it, but with a good intent. So, uh, dig uh, right on, man. right on, right, right on. on. That's that's good. Right solid. So I, I, I said that's solid. solid. That's a solid. Yeah. You, yeah, you, yeah, you, you yeah. Did me a solid. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I kind of just what what comes to top of mind for me at any given point. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily that I have a a little uh, staple. Uh, of, of, of words. cool words you're trying yeah, to dump out. I, you know, I, when I do my thing at the restaurant and I, I get up and I do a little a little spoken word uh, generally every night and try to raise a little money for the bands and get up and I like to individually thank every table when like you come it. in. Yeah. And so I give a little minute and a half solid rhyme. I've got a couple little phrases that I go to, but for me, just like in any conversation, uh, not to overuse the, the term organic, but it is each yeah. time. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a new breathing entity. It's a great experience. So I try to kind of let the words come to me. And like I said, I do a little reading here and there and I get to talk to a whole hell of a lot of people. So maybe I, I'd say that I adapt into what their, you know, their style is. Ooh, look at you, and, a- so. a- MC. Yeah, well, you I like it. it. Got to bring it. You know what I've noticed that I've been doing it and this is a podcast thing. What's I don't that? know. I don't know if it's locally because I don't I'm, truthfully don't listen to a whole lot of podcasts at this point. Uh, when I agree with somebody, I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah, notice yeah. other people on other podcasts do it, and I don't know why. Like it just—it's just. It's just it, I, I think I picked it up on a podcast. Ex- it's the expediency by which you have conversation on a regular basis. Yeah, brother. yeah. I, see, I did it. I, see, I, I just did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's it. Because I, I get the point. Okay, I'm moving on to the next one. I can't stop. My mind and my mouth are moving. I gotta go. Gotta go. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bye, bye now. And that's it. That's what you got to do. And that you know. And and uh, so I understand that. It, yeah. It's interesting, and you probably found this. The older you get, the more you find yourself listening versus talking and we're both talky guys i get that what bros he did you knock down your thing reminded you it's time for another beer sir yeah um, i i i find myself especially since i've been doing this and I've, I've kind of become a little better at conversation where i realize that i need to let the other person speak mm-hmm. because it would just i talk too much on this thing anyway so do you notice that that you try to use less words I do. Yeah. I do. Well, I have to. I, I have to conserve them because on a on a daily basis, I probably get my name called at me um, uh, on a busy night uh, three to four times a minute, and have to be able to address <laughs> sounds terrible. Uh, uh, address what? Yes, 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 yes. Or there's something that's required. So I have to minimize my interaction, and that forces me to listen yeah. to try to get to did the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, I got to see Dean Martin do a roast of Johnny Carson. Well, I was up home with with uh, mother-in-law and mom and that kind of stuff. And uh, uh, Rich... Rich Little. Rich Little got up and did an impression of Johnny Carson, and he did all his mannerisms and everything, and just slayed it. It had us in tears, and you know that's that's just it. You know, you're you're hearing yourself, and you're doing it right there, and you're bringing it along. And but Johnny had those things, those twitches, and those phrases that he. Okay, it's time to move on. Yeah, that kind of thing. And also now, now I know how because I keep going, wanting to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Thanks, words. If you, uh, I'm sure that's not your real real name, but I I appreciate a funny way to sign 
find something. Uh, <laughs> if you want to email me something ridiculous, email me, email me over at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. Here is a commercial. It's November. The holidays are upon us. At some point in the next couple of weeks, you're either having a party or going to a party. You're going to need some help. You're going to need La Femme du Fromage Orlando's Cheese Shop. They're there for you. For, from catering to a charcuterie board to a little hunk of cheese to maybe just dinner because you've been out running around getting ready for the holidays. La Femme du Fromage in the East End Market is there for you. There's a reason that people call them Orlando's Cheese Shop because they are the best at what they do. They are located in the Audubon Park Garden section of Orlando at 3201 Kareen Drive. Go in, grab something yummy, and tell them you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. Your third question, please, sir. Okay, my third question for you, sir. Uh, what's your feeling on service animals versus emotional support animals mm. and where they should be allowed? That's a good question because uh, my mother has an emotional support animal. And I think before my mother got her emotional support animal, I probably would be going, eh, maybe this is people are taking advantage of this. And I'm sure uh -huh. people do take advantage of yes. this. But... Uh, Long, well, I'll, I'll kind of condense it. It's going to still be a long story. Okay. When we got time, uh, <laughs> when I was twenty, I went overseas for the very first time, and I came home, and my brother had acquired a um, uh, a cockatiel, big dumb yellow bird with. Yeah, uh, I know him. Yeah, I wanted one. <clears throat> Couldn't have Beretta's cockatoo, so you had to have my, cockatiel. My 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 brother uh, acquired a cockatiel that he found out was was um, taken out of the wild. Okay, so he has no idea how old it was, and he named it Einstein. So that this is uh, oh, what am I twenty one? So this is this uh, I'm I'm not twenty one. I'm fifty one. So this was thirty years ago. Okay. Okay. Um, my father passed away about, and, and my brother pretty much went, I can't have a bird. And my, my mom and dad acquired Einstein the bird. He's not very smart, by the way. Okay. Yeah. He, and, and how do you judge that level of intelligence yeah, with the bird? He, he doesn't like anybody except my mom, and he still bites her, and, and they, they've been together for 30 years. You think there'd be some sort of some love there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little uh, appreciation. Well, that, that being said, so she'll sit on, uh, Einstein will sit on her shoulder mm -hmm. and eat chicken out of my mom's mouth, which is also wow. very strange. Yes. Like, it, he's literally. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'd be like me eating like the guy down the street who, who I don't know. You know, mm -hmm. just it's someone in the family, but maybe not. Uh, anyway, so uh, my mom, my dad passed away about eight, nine years ago, mm -hmm. and my mom had didn't have to, but wound up moving up north, and she lives in like an apartment complex that okay. doesn't allow animals. She got her doctor to write her a note saying that she mentally can't be without Einstein. And I think it's the truth. She, right. That's one of these things where I, 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 we, Einstein is 30 plus years old now. Okay. We don't um, know. Like he, he was. Anytime. So, a, and we don't, we don't know what's going to happen to my mother when, when, he, when Einstein goes. goes. Like it, it's, it's a worry. And my mom's pretty and how old. how old is your mother again? My mom's, uh, I think she's 78, I think. Okay. Yeah. I, I honestly don't know. Okay. It's one of those, my mom, my mom never seemed old and it's only in the last couple of years they that don't. she seems kind of old. Mm. Um, but she still, I mean, she still gets around. She goes to church. She volunteers. She she bowls like on Thursdays. Nice. Um, 
Uh, but I mean, but, but she's she seems a little older. Does now. she bowl with the bird on her shoulder? No, she the bird pretty much just stays in its cage and and. But he's there at the bowling alley. No, no, no. He, he, okay, she, right. she's not that crazy. Okay, <laughs> I'm just asking because I'm asking you about yeah. places but, where but, it's appropriate. But okay. she she got she got into this apartment complex. Like she, I think she's the only one in the complex with a bird, and I honestly think like she probably. She wouldn't have moved. She would. She mm-hmm. she has a much better quality of life up. It. She she can afford to live there. the The apartment she lives in is assisted living, but she's on her own. But but if if she falls down, she can pull a string. And, and that's a very be, comforting feeling. Yeah, for it, everybody. Involved. And it's it's dirt cheap for her. Okay. Like it, it, she's independent, but there's people to take care of her mm-hmm. if you need. My she's near my brother. It's a hell of a lot less expensive than living in Florida. Uh, but she wouldn't have moved. Like if she couldn't bring Einstein, she would absolutely not have moved. She told me, I, I won't go without my bird. And the bird keeps her. I I think they they add life to each other. Okay. The running joke is when let let me make it perfectly clear. I do not want my mother to die. Like no, but, you do not. But the running joke was when my mom dies, Hopefully who gets the fucking bird? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> because it's my brother's bird. Okay, like yeah, it, yeah. He, he bought the damn bird. Uh-huh. I don't particularly like the bird. Okay. <laughs> um. Einstein the bird is just a mean, rotten old man of a bird. Makes, makes some appearances on the cast, bro. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, so I told him, he's like, no, you're getting the bird. I was like, first of all, I just won't come up there anymore. You're going to get the bird. <laughs> Second of all, um, I will let the bird go. I, I will not think twice about just opening the door and Einstein rediscovers his bat. <laughs> off he goes. And then an osprey comes by and grabs him out of the air and it's all over. Done. Well, I am no, in Audubon a, yeah, Park. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. got eagles around here yeah. from time to time. Yes, you do. Uh, golden Hawks probably. Um, I, I I think people do take advantage of it, but mm-hmm. I, I I try to give it the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. If someone honestly needs to bring their their yelpy little dog on an airplane, I'm I'm hoping that they're not abusing the system. How do you feel about places like grocery stores, uh, restaurants? Uh, well, I guess uh, you department ha- you, stores. You have a hand in this, don't you? I do. Yeah. Um, that's laying my question to you. I, I don't. What you think? I don't necessarily. Like I said, I just I, I assume people are truthful and being the best people they can be, and they honestly need it. I know there are people who take advantage of it. I I don't think anybody needs a a, um, a service boa constrictor. You know, it, that's more of a look at me. Well, <laughs> Any guy with a boa constrictor, it's a, and a look I'd like at to me. see that permit for a service. Yeah, yeah. Versus emotional support. Emotional support. That's the word I was looking yes, for. Yes, yeah, yes, emo- yes. emotional support. It keeps my constrictor. dark goth side inside. It constricts <laughs> it from coming out to all of you. Look at me and my boa. Do, yes, do people try to try to bring boa constrictors over? Uh, in vaccines? Be, no, no, okay, no. Good. Uh, as exotic of an animal, I think that we've seen has been a little pot-bellied pig. Okay, and it was cool. Yeah, they're they're, they're they're generally nice. We love dogs. We love dogs outside. Yeah, uh, which you is get fantastic. them a bowl of water. I'm assuming. Oh no, we do. No, yeah. them like children. They get yeah. taken care of first. They yeah. get a bowl of water and a slice of bacon. Yeah. If the, uh, wow. if, the, if the owner will allow them to have it. I've got a lot of guys and gals at the table saying, I'll sit up for a slice of bacon right now. And that's <laughs> it. Yeah, so, uh, so we got that going. Um, but uh, for me, it's if it's a legitimate service dog, yeah. you can truly tell that that dog has been well-trained. Yep. It's not going to respond to anybody except for uh, the person that it's with. It's going to lay there. It's going to be in place. It's going to be well-behaved. It will probably have been very well-groomed to yep. come in. Yeah. But people that want to bring in emotional support animals you're uh, you're going against basically what 
the standards that the Florida Department of Health are holding me to uh-huh. with these these creatures. And oh, by the way, if I have to say hello to you bringing those in, then what are you doing with the experience of my other guests around you? Yep. What if someone's allergic to dogs? Yep. What if someone doesn't want to see uh, your bird scratching at yourself? Uh, what if, you know, your, your pet squirrel that you're bringing in in a cage, you know, is just... You know, and you're trying to smooch on your girl, and that's what's going on. I mean, you know, it's so so to me, we actually put a sign on our door and just letting people know um, there was an issue that, that that we just finally said we can't do this because it was inconveniencing, and we're such a small place. Yeah. So I think the people, uh, if you really need them to function in you know good and out and about, then maybe do your research and call yeah. and find out how the places that you're going to go visit boom. Yeah. feel don't, about don't, that kind Don't of assume thing. you can yeah. bring everything everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. That and your gigantic strollers too, by the way. Anyway, so <laughs> we'll get that. Maybe that's another time. Yeah, so. But I know Rosie was politely asked to leave the Audubon Park Market because she was barking. She was being a very bad girl. This is before. I mean, you've seen her bark. Yes, it's, it's loud. I did. It's, it it's, is loud. It's, it's a it's a little scary. It's, it's a bit uh, intimidating. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, but this is when I I used to do my my vintage menswear there every two weeks. I'd set up a booth and sell mm-hmm. vintage. And Dee Dee decided that it would be smart to bring her down there. And apparently, like, a while ago, one dog killed another dog at the Audubon Park Garden Market, which is unfortunate. Because uh, it's yeah, a, yeah. I don't know if you've been to the, the market. It's every Monday at the parking lot of Stardust. It's one of the things that makes my neighborhood I have, great. I have, I, have, I have been there. Yes, you know, yes. And, uh, and they have that. So they, they if your dog gets out of hand, they, there's somebody who's going to ask you to politely to please leave and don't bring yeah. your dog back. Yeah. You know, and like I said, Rosie is That's scary fair. looking, but I, I, your episode 161 never had anything other than barking going on, but mm-hmm. I, I'm very aware that that she's loud. I'm very aware that she can be scary looking. So I'm I it, with the podcast, my main thing is, truthfully, my main thing is to make her comfortable. There you go. And that's why I put her outside when you came in. Um, and my second, like, if if I got to the point where you were like, I can't do this, I'd politely ask you to just, uh, I'll come to you. I'll come to the restaurant and record yeah. or something. No, because this is her yeah. home. Yeah, that, that's, that's just it. A, that's a, and it's a comfort zone, and she has the relationship with you. Yeah. And she is, she is. I'm not going to say forced, but I mean, she she meets new people on yeah. a regular basis. Absolutely. This and is... she still has that instinct that she wants to protect you. And she wants to say hi, but... Quite frankly, she's not that smart. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, Did her and Einstein, were they coming in the same plan? Was that it? Yeah. She's been in the house with Einstein because every okay. now and then, like my mom will go, she'll come down here and drive down to South Florida and she'll drop the bird off mm-hmm. for a little while. And we keep Einstein in the back, back room and I'll go visit him every... 20 minutes yeah. and I'm, the other thing is somehow now I'm allergic to Einstein to add to the other fun of that he oh, doesn't really? even let me like I don't like I live with him for well I didn't really live with him really like when I was 21 I kind of lived home and then I didn't live home and I would I'd, allergy to Einstein yeah so, so so now that would be a good scientific name for you to know Allergy to cockatiel. Uh, I'm sure there's one out there. I should probably learn it. You can Uh, use that on your family for not having to take him. I'm sorry, but I have. And roll out that name. Well, I I have said that. uh, I found a really good Airbnb right near my mom's house. So uh, usually when I go up there, if I go up there with my wife, we stay at the Airbnb because it's cheap as Mm. hell and it's like around the corner. Uh, But if I go there to my mom's house now, I sleep in the living room on the couch with Einstein like two and a half feet away from me. I love Einstein. I just don't want him in my world. Uh, <laughs> my, but it did a commercial. You asked me a third question. Question number seven for you. Only got two more. We're almost done. 
Okay. Giving that technology would would reach this point, uh, would it be cost of effect of uh, effect of uh, cost effective to launch things in the space that don't we, don't we don't want on Earth? Is it ethical to just shoot something out into oblivion? Let's say nuclear waste. Yeah. I w- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'd say yeah. I, I'd say it would. I think. I think rather than putting it here. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're we're already facing too many other things. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess the, then the 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 thing is is hey well how far out does that thing go before all right so you say nuclear waste well what does that really mean going out into space what have we proved that's around us. You know that it's going to affect, and how? And what's the countdown on that? You know, we say, okay, how long does a, a styrofoam container last in, in forever? Uh, forever, okay, <laughs> yeah, our, um, right, well, beyond our well, lifetimes. Okay. If if yeah. if we're told, if you are the school, and I'm not of this school, that there are no ETs out there, uh-huh. uh, then what do you got? What do you care? Except for <laughs> the ultra one percent rich that are looking to colonize a planet for their future generations, <laughs> freeze themselves. They in might be pissed yeah. about it. They might yeah. fight that bill if you tried to get it passed. Yeah. So I think it's okay. I I would probably rather go there than doing what we're doing right now um, and burying it deep down someplace you, yeah but <laughs> then you're gonna unleash the molten lava and it's gonna come get us i don't know you know with the balance of the crust the tectonic plates are gonna shift and something's gonna happen and oh there goes man again fucking it all up well, for everybody I'll, I'll tell you what i read on this one because, what did you read because uh i i read that 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 we're not really good at most of these things and rockets blow up <laughs> so, so so you could launch something up there and it's then, all gonna end somehow and then it's all gonna there, end somehow then there's radiation us. everywhere rain radiation <laughs> yeah. rain that's it I started watching this show Jericho from years back and uh, yeah the fallout the fallout show and, and, and everything that the little town was doing and how they had to run into their cellars and the hospital cellar you know the city hall cellar had all this old crap in it and it wasn't ready and it was from this then you couldn't get in and then the dilemma that's going to mine let's explode the front of the cave so it all comes down so the radiation rain can't come in and get us and I'm assuming yeah. I'm assuming that people who are way smarter than us not that there's many of them have thought of this idea and that mm-hmm. there's a reason we don't do this don't that do you this and I right can't now. figure out we, we, we get there but that, that <laughs> might be after the show in a couple hours yeah, we, yeah, we, we yeah. can probably get there yeah um, question number eight for you and this is the last one who do you know that I don't know or who do you know around who thinks that, that you think might be kind of cool in the podcast somebody who does Jimmy something. Beach Jimmy Beach what is it Jimmy Beach Jimmy Jimmy Beach is to me, uh, he's probably about the the coolest Renaissance guy I know. That's you. And uh, no, sir. okay, Jimmy no, Beach no. makes you look like uh, just L seven. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, let's put it this way: we. By the way, L, thank uh, you, thank you for that. I really do appreciate that. Very. By the way, L seven is another word that I try to work into things. Besides a amazing rock and roll band yeah, 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 I used yeah. to rock L7 on, and, and, Friday, on the Friday Night and that request. reference in Pulp Fiction when she she goes L7 mm-hmm. and they drew that little diagram yes, I love yes, L7 yes, so yeah. uh, Jimmy Beach Jimmy Beach yeah, yeah. Uh, a very good friend of mine um, he's an, an entrepreneur okay. uh, an artist an intellectual uh, all around good guy and never stops looking for the very next biggest horizon that he can go after what's Jimmy Beach do? Uh, Jimmy uh, when I met he, he played um he played in a band that used to. Oh, what was the tours that were going on? Not uh, not Lollapalooza, but uh, what was the what was the, the other Vans tour? Vans tour, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, he, he was a musician first, a surfer guy. Grew up in Titusville, so he always had space rockets for you know aspirations. His dreams never stopped in this stratosphere. I like Jimmy, yeah, already. Yeah, yeah. So so uh, toured really kind of got into some things uh, idea wise. Artist started making waterfalls. If you uh, if you now, now listen not. <laughs> Yeah, I, just, I know. I just, like, he is raining down brilliance upon you here. No, but he made. So 
the in-house waterfalls okay. that you would buy and uh, that you could get like in Home Depot now. Uh-huh. So like the sheet. Da, da, da. Well, I first met him at a nude night. Uh, of course Yeah, you when did. Victor was uh, running the thing way back in the day on Orange Avenue above uh, what was uh, New York Pizza right across from uh-huh. the Nation's Bank building, the 28th store floor. When I worked building. at Kinko's, we would make the flyers for that. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Jimmy was in there and he had naked girls behind the, the waterfalls that he was making. It was just absolutely brilliant. And then it ended up turning it into a company called Blue Water here in Orlando. I think I know that company, oddly enough. While, yeah. do, while doing that, he got uh, got together with a group of guys and they created what I thought was one of the most beautiful clubs downtown called Rhythm and Flow. Okay, I know that name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we were upstairs, uh, Maxine and I, when we were first dating and she was just blown away by the design. She goes, I gotta meet the guy that designed that because Maxine uh, works with designers on pillows and stuff and so her eyes are always yeah, you, on fire for sets Your and girl is fashionable at, at the very least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, she, uh, yeah, she, She's, she, she, she's got an eye. She's, uh, she's, she's cool. Well, and, and, and she wears, a, I don't know if you know, she was Miss New York State in 1979. I, 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 knew, and, yeah. I knew that. Yeah, and so yeah. she got to travel the world. She, she's got an eye for fashion and that kind of thing. So she got blown away by this club. I got yeah. to meet this guy. And they said, well, he's standing right over there. So we walked over and, and she had is unapologetic for approaching anybody to say hello yeah. as she damn well should be and because uh, it's always engaging and uh, she introduced herself to him and then I came over and we met uh, him and his wife at the time they had a couple of kids that were the same age as our kid we ended up becoming very good friends started going camping together working on projects together he loved the fact that I was a wine rep and uh, on down the line uh, he and these guys created Bong Vodka Bong Import Company oh, so that's we, a big thing right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we were uh, yeah so just think about this yeah your water bong from your days, put vodka in it, and then go after really cool artists around the world, endorse them, and showcase them by putting them on the bottles. Uh-huh. And then let's take that around the country. And so I got to go do that for a few years, New That's York, not, LA, not Vegas. Not a bad way to thing. spend an afternoon. It, it was a tremendous, hey man, I came in back when Kevin Costner was rock, rocking the postman bag. I had mine, and, but it was full of a bottle of bong vodka. You put that on a bar, yeah, yeah, yeah. you get people coming yeah, around. You're, so, you're everybody's best idea. friend. While, while he's doing that, and he's putting this artwork on, then he gets an idea. Because after MySpace had come out, there really wasn't anything for uh, artists. So he created this thing called Bandwagon. And it was really kind of becoming a MySpace for artists, for musicians, for performers. A local guy did Bandwagon? Yes. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah. I'm sorry, and Bandwagon, yeah. So, yeah. so and, uh, and then uh, we had Snoop Dogg in town. Joseph Martins and uh, was our MC and interviewed him. We're yeah. all sitting backstage, hanging out with Snoop Dogg, talking about bandwagon, getting artists going, and that kind of thing. Yeah, really phenomenal. Went on to a couple other ideas, and uh, he's got a couple big things right now that he's doing. Uh, one's called Life Shirt, and it's about a shirt that you wear that when you hit the water, if you hit too hard, um, it'll automatically inflate. So wow. it's a, it's like a preserver that you know That's helps brilliant. save lives. And he's working on a mobile app thing for. Uh, food to go yeah. and so he doesn't stop and oh by the way great cook great guy great visionary and uh, has been a great friend and I think he'd be a great addition to your uh, if, your lineup if you would reach out to Jimmy Beach he's local yes I don't, yeah. I don't know that that's crazy to me that this person's never come up in conversation before yeah. he he sounds well, fascinating he, he he really is yeah and uh but he does he's very focused on his projects yeah, yeah. He, he he sees his family and uh, sees friends every once in a while, and we talk about some ideas. I've d- I've done some recordings for him and yeah. some stuff, and so yeah. Remind, enjoy it. I will remind the kids if you reach out to him. 
and, and let 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 him know if and I know that if uh, you let me know, I'll, I'll reach out to him because he he sounds fascinating. He sounds like somebody who makes Orlando kind of a cool place, and that that's, uh, he that's, absolutely that's, does. That's all we're shooting for here. Hey, can can I ask you? Because it sounds. Oh, yeah, like ask we're, me. We're, ask we're, me. We're, we're I, got a, I got a couple questions. We're yeah. not going anywhere. We're stuck for a minute. It's raining. Go, okay. All right. Let me see. Okay. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, this one on two separate occasions. Uh, President Trump was honored to get to meet my wife in New York City. Real? For real? This is for reals. Okay. This is for reals, kids. You can yeah. use that for word. For reals still sure. works. Okay. Okay. It's for reals. <laughs> With all his omniscient abilities, he made the same comment to her both times. Okay. You know, if you got those fixed, you'd be a 10. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. My question to you is, Peter. <laughs> yes. Have you ever felt compelled enough that you knew the only thing someone needed to change to be a 10 and told them? No. <laughs> <laughs> I love that answer. Very good. Well, well, uh, and, the, and the thought. First of all, your wife is beautiful. Yes. <laughs> so fucking. She looks at her chest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, if yeah. you got those fixed, you'd be a 10. And then he said it to her like a year later at another party. Yeah. Yeah. I don't no. like to come out. And again, I, I, your wife is beautiful. But at least he believes in what he believes. you got to give him at least the credit for being that kind of moron. Yes. <laughs> you know, it, it's... I Again, I... I um. There's nothing redeeming or smart about any any kind of racist dude, but at least if they believe it and they they speak it passively, there, there's I guess that's a thing. I guess <laughs> you know. But but uh, I can't imagine sparring this just spouting that kind of hatred or or oh. that kind of stupidity or Stu- thinking it's okay to say that to anybody. You can truly be president and uh, do anything. You, uh, you can uh, be whoever you want to be uh, and evidently say whatever you want to say on any no, fucking level. Yes. He thinks he thinks that would be okay. And I guess the the sad part is I guess that works for him at, at some level. He, it does somehow. Well, obviously, somehow that he that's, has driven into the heart of some some messed up thoughts that we thought were maybe done and weren't in present conversation on a regular basis. But my man has made an emancipation, a proclamation that yeah, you can say any damn prejudiced thing you want. You can be any asshole to any woman you want, and you can yeah. still be president of the United States. I'm a little pissed about it. I'm it, sorry. It, yeah. And, so. and the amazing part is, and again, I, I'm I'm bad at faces. I'm bad at names. Uh, so obviously, he didn't remember your wife at all. Or if he did, if he did, it was a standard line. Yeah, it, it, that or he just thought like it's okay to say this again. Yeah, which means he's just even a bigger dickhead than I think he is. Yeah. and I think he's among the biggest dickheads ever. Yeah, I, I, and he's and he's riling that up in people, yeah. and it just it hurts, man. I, Get out, and vote. I, I, if, if this goes before voting, if no, not, it's I not. hope you, I, I hope you voted. Please, and vote. if you didn't, yeah. if you didn't, we will find you. Yeah, shame on you. you for not voting. That's You're it. part of yeah. the problem. Yes, uh, uh, I have two more, real quick. Yeah, hit me, hit me, okay. hit me right, one more. Right. If you could be a martial arts master, would you be Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, Chuck Norris, Van Damme, or David Kwai Chain Kane? Caradine or Caradine. Now you know why I talk about auto errata. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, that's, 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 that's why I see, came that's back. That's yeah. It's yeah. gonna come back around. All right. Um, I um, um, uh, who would I be? I would. Uh, I think Van Damme. I don't know. I don't know why. Because I, I think he's the cheesiest of them, and we just watched Bloodsport recently. Because my wife had never seen Bloodsport. Have you seen? I think it's Van Damme Johnson or Van Damme. He's got a TV show where he parodies himself right now, and you can get it on like Amazon Prime. Oh yeah, or well, something like that. That. you're gonna have to see it. So, so go. I, I didn't yeah. mean to cut you off, but the Bloodsport. You, we, we just your watched, wife just watched that. We with just you. watched Bloodsport, and that's and, awesome. And uh, and he shows up in those. Uh, 
The Expendables. I don't know if you've ever seen any of those horrible films. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yeah, yes. He, he I've shows, seen all of them. He shows, I haven't seen all of them. <laughs> you <laughs> but, should. But he, he shows up out, in man. them. And he let seems it, to have, it happen. He seems to have a, a sense of humor about him. I'm trying to think if there's anyone that... that I don't think I'd be Jackie Chan, although he seems like the smartest of them. Then mm. Probably the, um, uh, Van Dan. Who else? You had uh, Chuck Norris in there. Chuck... No, I can't do Chuck Norris. Yeah, I didn't think you would. No, it's hard to take that serious. We have Bruce Lee. Yeah, I think he's just way too cool and probably too graceful for me and David Carradine Carradine. and I like the whole like he he was just like about walking right like in just oh no he was kung fu yeah I mean yeah yeah, so he would he'd he'd throw the moves and he you know he'd have the 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 band the lynch mob that was coming for him and slowly with his flute he'd swat somebody on the head and go sidestep and just trip him and throw him down and he could the most thing that blew me away with him was when he jumped in the pit with all the rattlesnakes yeah yeah and uh, or he he had to jump in there it It was a punishment they were yeah yeah, wasn't he in some Quentin Tarantino films too oh yes uh uh Kill Bill Maybe I'm going with Carradine, although he was into some some very strange masturbation. Strange, well, that's it. That's <laughs> what you were talking about right at the beginning of the show. What a great way to open everything. All right. With that being said, if I could, sir, one yeah, last one more, question. sure. And I'm doing this for a little personal reason here too as well. If you were going to a dinner show, uh-huh. would you prefer vaudeville, mystery, cabaret, music, or theater to be be, be your preferred form of entertainment? Go list one more time. Vaudeville, vaudeville, uh-huh. mystery, cabaret. Music or theater? I think of this a dinner theater type thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, 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 I would. Go, we'll I think I, I think cabaret sounds the most fun. Okay. I think that that's because that kind of is musical and it's campy and and fun and you can sing along and, and clap and uh, like dinner theater. I feel like you have to be quiet and you you if you burp out loud, someone's going to yell at you and uh, vaudeville. Vaudeville. The vaudeville. I. What do you know of vaudeville? Um, uh, Laurel and Hardy is that vaudeville? No, no, well, really, and really, it was kind of like uh, one of the original dinner shows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the early 1900s is where it really started to become popular. So at uh, the vaudeville shows that we have, which we have the last Tuesday of every month, okay, little plug there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with a dinner show, um, uh, it's a four four courses of performers. So like last time, we had a sword swallower. Okay, that sounds it was fun. A, it was like a cross dressing sword swallower. <laughs> you had me we a cross dressing a... sword swallower. <laughs> we had uh, to go along with the disgusting things you don't want. To your mouth uh yeah. there we go uh then we've got um we had a uh, a bearded lady that was singing opera uh, you're, you're changing i'm on vaudeville we yeah, yeah it sounds uh, like we a had a circus we had a pole dancer and a belly dancer <laughs> these are all things i appreciate on Two many course levels. meal and a drink 40 bucks you can't beat it man that sounds and, absolutely wonderful and this is we we were fortunate uh this year we got voted one of the top three entertainment uh, venues in orlando cool and um we do a lot of it. So whether you like any of those things, we have them all on a regular basis at our place. <laughs> and so if you really want to find out which one you would like, and then you can talk to Peter about it on later podcasts, yeah, yeah. I'd invite you to check us out at Maxine's. Yeah, for that kind of stuff. And I was going to say, if there's a, there, I'm assuming there's a website, there's probably a Facebook, yeah, brother, there's yeah, an yeah, Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, maxinesonshine.com. Make mm-hmm. it real easy right there on the homepage. You can click on the calendar section of it. Uh, you can see all the bands that are playing. There's menus. Uh, you can listen to my segment on 96.9 FM. We logged in the week after and got a little run there. So if you want to hear that stuff, uh, you can contact us about parties and uh, different things. On November 17th, you'll find out about that. We're going to have our lucky number seven anniversary party. Seven years. This might come out before then. Yeah. I think it might come out right around that time. Okay. Yeah. So that would be great. Yeah. Yeah. If not, uh, not, I'll I'll pimp it on the page for sure. Yeah. Nick from Modern Music Movement. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, He's uh, he's my producer and promoter on this gig. He He also cooks with us over at the restaurant. And so that's going to be a cool time. The episode before this one is the one I talked to uh, 
Lydia Lunch. Yes. He's, he's the reason that I got the gotcha. interview. He's, he's, he's a mover and a shaker. He sure is. He sure is. I, I always enjoy doing stuff with him. Yeah. So uh, anyway, but yeah, so the website's very good. Uh, Facebook, we're very active. We'd encourage you to like us there. Um, Maxine is probably the foremost person uh, that loves to take photos in her establishment and post them to Facebook because she loves to meet you. I dig meeting people. Yeah, yeah. And that's what you said. I mean, you said earlier, you know, we, well, we do. We, we like to engage our guests. It's about an experience. So mm-hmm. When we were Facebook is is real to us. It's not just some BS thing. It's how we really do communicate Absolutely. to you a lot. You know, and, and uh, they're they're like I was stalking your Facebook page at twelve o'clock last night, and there's a million pictures of you with people, and everyone's smiling, and the people in the background are smiling, and the food is dynamite, time. and it's 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 just a cool little spot. It's a quintessential. Orlando spot and if you're coming in from outside Orlando put it on your list thank you you know and if you haven't been there and you're from Orlando put it on your list yeah you, you, Ma- you you'll you'll be very pleased maxinesclub.com and I promise I'm gonna overly annoy you with uh, two emails a month two emails a month <laughs> and I'm gonna let you know what's going on if you want to know more about us too follow them on Facebook follow them on Instagram uh, thank you very much you're my friend I love you and, and to you as well I absolutely I want to remind you that the haunting theme of Scotch a Good Conversation was written and arranged by my buddy CJ Mask this episode and every episode is brought to you by the Romano Law Firm a Central Florida law firm that's been practicing for 25 years and I can honestly say I've known Daryl Romano for 35 years and he's the guy I would want in my corner the Romano law firm dot com will fight for you and we have buttons if you need a button go to your button guy on Instagram he's inexpensive he's professional he's cool your button guy on Instagram and most importantly maybe not most importantly compass box whiskeys they make scotch and they make really really good scotch Get it. If your local liquor store doesn't have it, ask for it. If your local bar doesn't have it, ask for it. If you dig, see what I did there? I like it. The podcast, subscribe on Apple Podcast and leave a review. It helps. Tell a friend, post it on Instagram, post it on Facebook, whatever. Share, share, share. Thank you guys. I love you. And yeah, brother, uh, and thank you for bringing, thank you for doing what you do thank and you. bringing a positive, fun message. And even though it gets a little dark and weird at times, man, <laughs> you're rocking it strong for Orlando. Thanks for being part of the city. Beautiful. Cheers. You guys, hey, if there's someone in your life, God, I don't know how she knows it's the end of the podcast now. He gets to get out of my house now. Get out, Kurt. Get out. Hey, get out. Hey, you guys love each other. Take care of each other. That's love. Have fun. Peace. Bye-bye. Media Production.